Yo, man, I want to welcome y'all episode 22 of the Ariola Rollercoaster podcast, man. You know what I mean? I am the one in the place to be hosting this thing, man. Your boy Starks, man. I appreciate everybody being in the building with me tonight, man. You know, I got to give my shout outs, man. Shout out to everybody that's watching this thing on YouTube. Shout out to everybody watching this thing on Facebook. Shout out to everybody watching this thing on Twitter, man. You know what I mean? I appreciate each and every one of y'all, man, logging into this thing, man. And, uh, you know, I know y'all was expecting me to come on this uh, on this uh, good Sunday, man. But, you know, I'm a father. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me turn this music off, man. Get this thing cracking. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, that's what happens when you're a full-time father, man. You know, sometimes your responsibility trumps your hobbies. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what it do. But, I mean, last time we went on Wednesday, last week, last Wednesday, it was lit. So, you know, I was with it again. Let's let's run it back for the Wednesday. See what it do do. You know what I'm saying? So welcome to the Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. You know what I mean? Where we have fun and do things, man. And when we see titties, we say, "Wee, you damn it, yeah, man." Let me know if I'm sounding clear. Let me let let me know. You know, let me know if I'm sounding clean. You know what I mean? That way we can proceed the right way. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody in the comments. Casey Danish, what up, though? Young Crisp, what up, though? Zeno, what it do? Uh, he said, that's the beat to play when the jock walk into the lunchroom. <laughs> Casey Danish said, is that my beat? Nah, it's not my beat, man. That's uh, um, uh, Mike Stallone. Look up Mike Stallone, man, um, with a Y, M-Y-K-E, Mike Stallone. That's who made that beat, man. Shout out to shout out to my boy Mike Stallone for the beats and all that, man. We in this thing, though, man. It's Wednesday. It's a whole lot that done went on. It's a whole lot that done went down off in the world, man. So, you know, it's getting crazy out there. You know what I'm saying? First of all, man, I got to give a big shout out. Big shout out to my boy, man, um, Deion Sanders, man. I, I got to start it with that. I got to give a shout out to Deion Sanders because I ain't never seen somebody do something they way 
<laughs> and actually succeed with it while they talk and they talk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it. I don't know, man. That's a, be- that's a beautiful story, man. You know what I mean? That's the definition of staying true and keeping it real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, for those that don't know, y'all know Deion Sanders, man. Deion Sanders was head coach at Jackson State University, you know, HBCU, and uh, he got him to the championship. They lost in the championship, um, and he ended up um, accepting a job at a Power 5 school, um, a, a, a FCS school or whatever they call it. Um, Colorado Buffaloes, man, and um, uh, they was one in eleven. They was one in eleven last year, man. Um, and uh, his first game as head coach of the team, they beat the team that was in the national, the team that lost the national championship last year. They beat them first game of the season. You know what I mean? So, uh, shout out to Dion, man, black man doing things out here, man, making it do what it do. Not to mention, you know. A lot of people frown upon a coach having his son play an important position on the team because they think it shows favoritism. But uh, nah, Shadur Sanders is the real deal, man. You know what I mean? Man passed for over 500 yards coming from an HBCU to to a power school. You know what I'm saying? Against the TCU Horned Frogs, man. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing, man. You know what I mean? So uh, shout out shout out to Dion and them for doing that, man. And Dion got on there and talked this stuff to all them reporters. I love. I love when when people when people clap back at folks who talk crazy. You know what I'm saying? Them reporters been talking about Dion for the longest, man. They've been talking about Dion. They've been talking about Shador. They've been talking about Travis Hunter. And man, when I tell you they was sitting there, faces red, speeches ain't had nothing to say. I love it, man. I, I love it, man. Um, you know, especially TCU. Y'all got beat. By a coach who don't, even, who don't even have all his toes no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he don't even have all his toes, his extremities. Fourth quarter, his foot was throbbing, and he still got y'all. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Dion, man. You know what I mean? Dion has beat all the odds. Y'all got to realize all the odds that Dion Sanders has beat. Dion Sanders has won. He, he broke all the rules that you could break in the sense of stuff that they didn't deem normal. You know, he played in the World Series and the Super Bowl. Um, he hosted Saturday Night Live. He got his own got his own music videos, own album. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing that Deion Sanders couldn't do. I mean, hell, Deion Sanders grew his hair back. Deion Sanders keeps a, a, a low Caesar. Like what? Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders was bald for 20 years and then popped out with a low Caesar. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. It ain't if you pop out with a low Caesar out of nowhere, bro, you can do what you want to do in this life. And and I gotta give it to Dion. Dion's look real. You know what I'm saying? Dion's low season look real. Tory Lanes, it's a unit. I can tell. LeBron James, that's paprika. I can tell. You know what I'm saying? But Dion Sanders, I can tell, you know what I mean? He I don't know what he did, but they did it. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Dion, man, coming up, man. You know what I mean? Uh kicking ass and taking names. The only thing we gotta pay attention to is the fact that um when they do suffer a loss, if that happens. They're going to eat them up and and start, you know, not believing in them no more. You know, let, God forbid they lose two games in a row. Now, now it was just a it was just a glory story. And, you know, now it's back to regular, you know, programming. And all. they would they would try to make it into something. You know what I'm saying? But right now <laughs> they got to shut up. I love when that energy is matched. That's what I've been doing, man. You know, for those people who um who are on my Facebook, Comedian Larry Starks Facebook, man, it's a lot of eclectic people from all walks of life that's in them comments, man. It's a different, it's a different atmosphere in them in, in them comments. And 
one thing that I pride myself on is I pride myself on making anybody who who comes to make the approach be negative because, you know, I'm on I'm on the Internet for jokes, nothing more. So it's like if you come and you make the approach anything but in the in the line of jokes, then I got to make you a part of the entertainment now, because that's what we as comedians do. If we on stage, it's very seldom that people speak up a, in a negative tone because they make themselves a part of the show. It's people to say good stuff and make themselves a part of the show. But when you're a comedian and you on stage, that's called a heckler. So, you know, being that the Internet is my stage, if you say something negative, you heckling me and I got to respond accordingly. And I'm pretty good at having witty responses. So it's like I can have something funny that I posted. They say something in the comments and then I say something funny about what they said in the comments. Here we are with a two for one special. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing in my Facebook comments, man. It's like I already showed you how people be saying stuff and then they apologize and all that type of stuff, man. I want to put these pictures up here, man. I should have did it. I was lunching. I want to put these pictures up for y'all to see, man. It's the most hilarious thing that you will ever witness. I ain't lying to you. <laughs> I'm here to put them up here, man. Oh, let me tell you what happened, right? So on my Facebook, um, you know, I posted, uh, um, y'all seen it a while ago um, in December. Yeah, in December, y'all seen, that's when I did the, uh, the Eminem, uh, um, Uh, this is how people act when Emin when they hear Eminem, whatever. Um, well, at the time that I posted it, my Facebook was shadow banned. So I didn't post it on Facebook and it had no momentum. So, you know, it, it didn't really make sense. It didn't really make sense to um to post it. So I posted it now. Stuff is not shadow banned no more. So it, it went viral again. So it's like, you know, it's probably it's probably two million views or something by now, something like that. So all walks of life are in the comments. And this every time somebody talk, I'm like, bro, you know it's a joke. I don't care how much you like an artist, you're you're defending this artist like voluntarily. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to take what comes with that. You know what I mean? So it's like what come with it is jokes. So uh I told him too, I said, man, y'all gotta understand how the algorithm works. Even if you spew negativity, that boosts my engagement, <laughs> therefore making my algorithm stronger. So I'm like, I'm going to respond to you every time you say something negative because that's engagement. Facebook don't see it as negative, positive. They just see engagement. So I'm going to respond and win. So I'll be telling people that say something mean and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so let me put this up here man, real quick. So this dude named Eugene, right? He said, jokes on you. I just wanted to boost my engagement. And I guess it got the, the mask on there where it makes it look like you got a normal face, but behind it, you crying. And I go to Eugene's page and the first thing that I see, y'all see my comment. I said, come on, man, you got LGBTQ realtor to her. I'm not doing this. I go to his page and this is Eugene. Bro, what? <laughs> come on, Eugene, man. For people that's listening on the podcast uh, platform, man, let me tell you what you're seeing right now, man. This is a grown man with a beard, but I'm telling you, you look at his hair and he looks like he loves Penis and real estate. <laughs> he, he likes penis and real estate. He got, hey, you look at his hairdo, you can tell he got at least 14 scarves. <laughs> he got a collection of, of mufflers. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, people got to be prepared, man. When they come at me, you got to be fully prepared. You cannot have hair like this 
when you trying to talk your mess, man. You know what I'm saying? You look like you're going to interview at Starbucks. You got a barista haircut. You know what I mean? Do you want extra cinnamon? Look at that. Come on, Eugene. And the name Eugene fits that hairstyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> he said, the barber just said, make me look sassy, fam. Just going to make me look sassy. <laughs> Yo. Listen to me. I'm telling you, man. Listen. <laughs> I was tripping. I said, I can't believe that this dude would do this. You know what I'm saying? Why would you come at me sideways? We over telling jokes. But since you want to do it, let's match energy, man. So, you know, I always have fun. I always have fun with it, man. You know what I mean? You know, that's what I do. I also been, you know, I've been kind of going back and forth, man. Shout out to the people watching on YouTube. Going back and forth with YouTube, man. Um, they starting to mess up. They starting to mess up a lot. They starting to mess up. Like, I don't know if y'all know this or not, man, but I have been fighting tooth and nail to the point where they've been removing some of my earlier works. Uh, uh, they've been removing my stuff probably a week. I've been getting a video removed of some stuff that I posted before they even had these guidelines. Like real talk. And it's crazy because it's like this stuff. With, I, I had a video I posted in 2016 and I just got a notification for it this week that uh, they removed the video for uh, harassment and cyberbullying. And I got penalized for it. And I'm just kind of like, how is that even possible when the video been there? You know what I'm saying? For all of these years at this point, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, the game is starting to get real sensitive. So I have to dial back the roasts in a sense. You know what I mean? That, that's why I ain't really been posting roast videos heavy like I used to. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know that I was going wild then, but you know, it was what it was. Back to this Facebook though. Look at this comment right here, right? So this dude, he says, he's funny, but he's hating for real. And it's like, you gave me props and then you dissed me because I was talking about... Uh, I was talking about the dude that had all the tattoos and the gold in his mouth, talking about he got 30,000 in his mouth and, and y'all don't, that type of stuff, that roast video. So he was like, he's funny, but he's hating for real. And then somebody co-signed it, right? And somebody said he needs to work on his delivery. Jokes hit could hit harder but than they do now, but bro, just sounds corny for real. So you volunteered yourself, not knowing who you're talking about. So I go to this picture. Look at my man's. Jeez, come on, man. Pudgy Pete, is that you? Come on, Pudgy Pete. Man, look at his watch. That watch, listen, as soon as that watch hit three o'clock, that motherfucker gonna bust. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Obese wristed, mama. Come on, man. Fat wrist, mama. Come on, man. Come on, man. You, you got on a pink shirt and a vest. Don't get away from me. You know what I'm saying? You got all the fashion no nos going on. Get you a couple of links added to that watch. How you gain weight in your wrist? Come on, man. Bacon based ass. Come on, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. How you gonna sit there and do that, man? Like, people gotta watch what I they don't know. So you gotta give them grace that they don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, come on, bro. Your wrist is bacon based. Look at my man's right here, man. Look at him. Dead in the middle of Little Italy. Little that we know every riddle to middleman who didn't do diddly. Look at that. Come on, man. <laughs> he get all kind of breakfast crumbs in that beard. Come on, man. 
Come on, man. That's easy work right there. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's just what they be doing, man. I don't know. I be trying to, I be just trying to have fun on Facebook. When it gets too out of hand, I just start deleting the comments. Like I don't, I don't let nobody get out of pocket to where it's like getting disrespectful for real, where people start threatening each other and all that. It's like, nah, I, I, I just delete the comment, like, you know what I'm saying? But if it's something that I can, you know, pull from and have fun with, then I do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all it's all love at the end of the day. I have so many people that come at me negative and I talk them out of their negativity and they end up follow. They end up uh, following me after that because it's really not on that. It's like sometimes you don't get my energy. So you think I'm dissing or you think I'm being negative when really it's all love. You know what I'm saying? When it's really that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know the future of, you know, those kind of videos on YouTube because YouTube's turning into, YouTube's turning into a reactionary to everything that's already happening on YouTube. Everybody's making videos about podcasts now. So they reacting to the popular podcast. Oh, um, Gilly the Kid said this, or Joe Button said this, and then we listen to Clubhouse and Whack 100 said this. This is what all the videos is about now. YouTube has turned into podcast land pretty much that's that's the new content you know what i mean so it's just like the podcast itself is a content and then the clips of the podcast are content reactions to them or something. i don't know but that's just the new way it's going so you know really roast videos and that type of action is phasing out um i think roasting people is what gets you flagged but if you roast things i don't think that'll get you flagged because you're not talking about a person you're talking about a thing but they they catch on the like the AI catches on the keywords like you look like this or you smell like that like that's harassment so yeah anyway in other news uh we got to bring up your boy Blueface again man and and Krishan Rock man um they back in the news again boy they stay in the news it, it, if this ain't a setup if Blueface and Krishan ain't setting this up for the media then I don't know what they doing in real life because it don't make sense bro. Like, I guess Krishan Rock had, you know, Blueface got her pregnant, of course, and she just delivered the baby. But instead of him being there for the baby delivery, being there for his child, you know what I'm saying? Bro was in Vegas with his other baby mama partying while the baby was being born. Talking about he ain't going to go to the birth he because that would be disrespectful to his first baby mama. <laughs> Listen, man, money will make people do strange things. Money will change people's mind frames on how they operate. This is my thing. I always felt like I fumbled a couple opportunities in life, right? I'm going to make it make sense. I've always felt like I fumbled a couple opportunities in life. Like, you know, I, I was in front of Shaq and I, I, I was that was my first time that I was shook. Like when I performed in front of Shaq, because it wasn't like I was performing on a stage. I was in a room and Shaq and like three other people was just staring at me. You know what I mean? So it's like, and it was like paparazzi and all that. Like that was my first time ever experiencing that before. So I was kind of shook, but it's like, I fumbled opportunities. And for the longest, I would always think like, man, if I would have did this, then this would happen. And if I would did this, then that would happen. It's like, sometimes you're not in a space in life to where you're ready to come into all of that action because your mind would be everywhere else. And you'll probably put yourself in all kinds of chaos. Blueface, for example, that's what I'm bringing it back to blueface. You became a somewhat, you're a successful rapper. You made money off of your craft and and you're liked amongst your peers. So, you know, you're, you're a successful rapper in that right. And, um, my thing is 
you get the ability to have the money makes you be able to move exactly how you want to. You don't have to really put up with anything because you can just leave and fend for yourself for as long as you need to. See, with other people that don't can't afford it, <laughs> they just argue and go sit on the couch. But if you're sitting here and you got $10 million in the bank, then you'll just drive and go to your other crib and just live there for the rest of the time. And it's like, I don't want to talk to nobody because I don't need to talk to nobody. I'm rich, you know? And I think with him having the ability to do that makes him make a whole lot of a whole lot of bad decisions. You understand what I'm saying? Like it makes him make a whole lot of bad decisions. And I don't un- and I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't understand. I don't understand how you could bring a child into this world and you being in Vegas with a chick that you are by. And she's mid. That first baby mama is mid. You know, I talked about it last episode, episode 21. I was talking about how every rapper's first baby mama be mid. Blueface's first baby mama is middle diddle. She is a bag of regular. You understand me? So, <laughs> so I'm just saying. I don't know what bruh's doing. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, bruh's on something different. Like, you know, and he's getting on live and he's just trying to explain it over and over and over and over. And it's like, bro, first of all, nobody cares. Secondly, why wouldn't you there for your kid? You can't make an excuse to make sense why you wouldn't there for the birth of your child. Besides, you know, maybe the business, you know what I mean? Because I, I know like NFL players and athletes and all kind of stuff, they be handling business and they end up missing the birth of their kid. But that's within reason, you know what I mean? But Blueface was partying, bro. <laughs> like, make it make sense. You know what I'm make, make it make sense, man. I'm trying to understand it. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to understand it. Blueface, oh, man. And she she done named the baby Krishan. So you done... <laughs> So the mama done named the baby after the mama. So the mama and the baby got the same name, and he's a boy, and she's a woman, and y'all got the same name. So when they say Krishan, he's going to turn around, huh, huh? They're going to double huh when they turn around. <laughs> make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure this out. Bro, listen, day by day, I shouldn't realize how much I wouldn't want to be in that position. I would not want to be in that. Would, would y'all want to be in that position to where it's like, of course, we would always be like, well, I want to be rich and I want to be this. But are you really ready to deal with what comes with being rich? Like, I don't feel like I'm ready to deal with that. I'm not ready for my family members. Not saying that they would. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the family. But I'm not ready for my family members to turn on me when I can't help them with a light bill. You know what I'm saying? I got the same millionaire plan as everybody else. Like, when I get when I get $200 million, I'm going to give each person in my family this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got that plan in my head already. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, do I want those rich people problems? Like, I don't want them problems. Like, they weekends is different. Like, what we going to do? We going we gonna to the Amalfi Coast. Like, you know how much work it takes to get over there? I'd rather just, I'd just rather go to, to the casino in Cincinnati. Like, some, you know what I mean? Some regular type stuff. I just wouldn't want to deal with that myself, you know? That's just me. What's y'all, what's y'all, while I'm on it, what's y'all millionaire plan? What's y'all, what's y'all plan when y'all millionaire? Cause I'm, I'm a family based type dude. So, you know, first thing I got to do is take care of the fam when I get enough bread that holds it down. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, I, for my plan is I don't think I would give no, like, let's just say I got $300 million. Okay. My plan is I wouldn't give my family members money, right? Because even though some of them would know what to do with the money, a lot of them wouldn't know what to do with the money. And it may, it may make them spiral into a difficult life. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? You know, 
some people don't know how to operate with money. You know what I mean? So I think for me, if I had like buku money, I would just buy all of my family members that are of age, of course. I would buy them, I would let them buy properties. It's like, no, you if you want to buy a duplex, go buy a duplex. If you want to buy a house, you buy a house. If you want to do this, and I ain't telling you to live in it, I'm telling you this is your rental property. This is your this is your property. You need to do what it takes to maintain it and keep it and make it what it is. But this is your rental property, basically free of charge. And then whatever money comes in, that's yours. So you can either let it take care of you and you bubble up and sustain or you sell it and get the lump sum. It's, it's on you. But after that, you can't ask me for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? That's my millionaire plan. I'm going to give everybody property. And once you get that property, it's up to you to make it work or not. If you can't make it happen. If you can't hire no, you know, no people that will help you care for it, then I, I I did my part. You know what I mean? Zeno said it right, man. Give me the bag, not the fame. For real, though. For real, though. <laughs> I know, man. I know my my message requests and my like I like when people people that hit me up. know if you've ever DM me, you know, it's going to take me a week to get to that DM. Because people don't realize because I tell jokes, they feel like I need to see every funny video that's on the Internet. So my Facebook inbox is full of people sending me funny videos. My Instagram inbox is full of people sending me funny videos. And sometimes it'd be the same video. It's a person that I ain't answered since April. They send me two or three videos every day. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, I just want to say that it's like it's a dude. It's like, bro, why are you sending me videos every day? And I thought it was just me. Until I put uh until, until I seen um um Carlos Miller, he posted in his story, his thing was full. I'm talking about all unread messages of people sending him videos. And I was like, bro, I'm glad it's just I mean, I'm I don't want it to be him, but I'm glad it's not just me. You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't understand. And I know his is times a hundred. You know what I mean? So it's like, bro, it makes it not fun. I don't want to be on that level, man. Joey Ross said, nobody and no. Uh, about his money, on, not even his family, only parents. <laughs> you think your mama's gonna hold that water, bro? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. You know he hit the lottery, right? You know yeah. You know he had fifteen million. <laughs> now they showing up. You come outside, somebody washing your car. You know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna get nasty. Zeno said uh, his millionaire plan. He said uh, I'm paying everybody mortgage off and car note off, and and just put mad money in your pocket. If I can make if I can make that life amazing for you, then. I, if that can make life amazing for you, then I'm sorry. If that can't make life amazing for you, then I'm sorry. Got you. So he said he's paying everybody mortgage off and car note off and putting mad money in their pocket. That's a dope plan right there. I rocks with that. That's a dope plan. Even though I can see that, I can see that not being enough eventually. Because once that wears off, it's going to be something else that they need. You know what I'm saying? Curtis Machiavelli said, when he become a millionaire, I'm about all the cars I wanted growing up. Magnum P.I. Ferrari, Buster Rams, Land Cruiser, all that. <laughs> hey, but you know what, man? You're going to get that You gonna get that feeling of, I just wanted to have it. And now I got it. It's like, all right, I can see it go. Like, I just wanted it. Like, I know a person who owns, shout out to uh, Lucky's Auto Sports, man. Shout out to my guy, Lucky, man. Lucky, Lucky is a prime example of somebody starting from the bottom and making it to the to the to the top really in, in the city you know what i mean like he had a little small shop and over the last 20 something years it's grown into you know basically a juggernaut 
uh, for custom whatever for a car in the city, cars and trucks and whatever. And he's to the point where he's financially stable enough to to play. You know what I mean? So he wanted a he wanted a Rolls Royce Phantom, and he bought one. And it's like I think he had the Phantom for all of maybe a year, if that. And then he sold it. And I was like, man, you got rid of the Phantom? He's like, yeah, I just, I just, I just wanted it just to have it. And he's like, you know, once I got that satisfaction, man, I let it go. And I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you, 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 you wanted it, you got it, you let it go. Now you're satisfied. You know what I mean? Like, I still want a car with hydraulics. Like, that's always been my childhood dream is to have a car with hydraulics. That's mine. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple partners who got cars with hydraulics. They let me borrow them before. You know what I mean? But I want my own. You know what I mean? I got a, I got a, I got a old school. You know what I mean? My old school, nice. But I want, I want a car with switches. That's my. You know what I mean? That's one of my childhood joints. You know what I mean? So, uh, Darius DT said, uh, put people in position to make their own bag. They ain't got to come to you for nothing. That's facts. That's that's super facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's exactly what it's about. It's like, you know. It's one thing. It's one thing to put your family in position to win, but it doesn't mean that they're gonna walk. They're gonna take the steps to win. You know what I mean? It's like you know how they say you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. That type of situation. So that's why I feel like property is the safest bet. It's like I'm gonna buy this property for you. You're gonna put it in your name. You can rent it out. You can hire a a, a, a property management service to handle it for you, and you pay them to do it. You know what I'm saying? And you just take the money off the off the back end. However you want to do it, but I'm going to buy you that property and that property could take care of you for the rest of your days if you let it. If you do it the right way, it'll take care of you for the rest of your days. You can continue working. You can quit working, whatever you want to do. But uh, you can buy you a property and do what you want to do with it. If you want to move in it, that's on you. But if you want to rent it out, that is an extra income for you to solidify what you got going on for you and your family. You know what I mean? That's just kind of that's just kind of my plan. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like... uh. Uh, my boy Chris said, when I become a millionaire, I'm going to get acreage, land, and the trust. Yeah, for sure. You know, that land hold value, man, depending on where you get it at. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with having a little acreage. You know what I'm saying? A little acreage ain't never hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know, all of that stuff gains value. I, I know for sure. I've sold a house. I bought a house and sold a house before, and I didn't realize this is the reason why OGs be getting Cadillacs with gold trim. It's like, oh, you done sold a duplex. That's why you got that that nice Cadillac with that gold trim on it. <laughs> you got that equity check. That's what that was. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling you, it don't look fun, man. Blueface makes being a celebrity look awful. And another thing I don't like about celebrities, man, I said this on Instagram. I don't like that celebrities try to use us civilians. They try to use us to um, be their army to get at bigger companies when they when they don't have power in certain situations. You ever seen these these celebrities? They they miss a flight or they have an issue with an airline and they want to get online and tell us. And they're like, man, you email United, man, and let them know that they messing up and da 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 da. I will not. I'm a grown ass man. What do I look like emailing an airline for a flight that I wouldn't even own? What? What? Like, what? 
I wouldn't even do that for my older cousins. Like, you know what I'm saying? That wouldn't even be nothing I'd do for my older cousins. Like, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, these celebrities get online, man, and all they do is complain about companies, and they think that them telling us is going to be us revolting against that company. Bro, that company ain't did nothing to me. Because I bet you when I get in that same situation, I can't hit you up and ask you for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I can't hit you up and ask you to hit up United Airlines. You know what I mean? I got it. I'm a DM you and be like, hey, man, United Airlines did the same thing to me. You angry to do nothing about it. But you want us to eat. Boy, I am a father. <laughs> what is my what does it look like for my kids to see my name under United Airlines in all caps over mad at them about uh, the fact that uh, <laughs> little baby couldn't get on a plane too, too. I wish I would. <laughs> Y'all better figure it out. You better hire somebody to figure that out for you, my boy. Because you ain't getting it over this way, my boy. <laughs> These celebrities be trying to use us when they get upset in situations, man. Yeah, I, I am not your concierge. I am not your complaint department. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Only one mystical. I am a father. What is we talking about? I'm not. What? I remember Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans had about 92 posts about Southwest and how they wouldn't, how they would, it was American or Southwest somebody. How he was just running into trouble. He just kept getting on there and Southwest Airlines, I'll never fly y'all again. Hey, y'all, don't fly Southwest. Get, go to Southwest site and let them know that they do bad business. I will not. I liked white chicks, but I will not. <laughs> I like I, I like your movies, but I will not. I like Above the Rim, but I will not. <laughs> Facts, man. Darius said, uh, he said, the company going to eat regardless. United Airlines ain't taking no L's. Three to $500 refund ain't, ain't nothing to a billion dollar company. That's facts. Bro, they don't care about none of that. You know how many complaints they deal with every day? That's why these uh, uh, people at the terminals be in such angry moods. They be nasty, man. How many people they deal with every day? Just complaining and going through stuff, bro. This is a normal occurrence, bro. I'm trying to tell you, man. These celebrities be tripping. I am not. I am not... DMing nobody for you. I'm not complaining to nobody for you. For what? You ain't gonna do it for me. And I know you're not. Cause you're busy. You 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 got your own life, just like me. So figure it out, big guy. You got more money. You got more money in time. I got a I got a job. You got <laughs> you rich. You chilling. You in you in Jamaica on a Wednesday. You know what I mean? And you want me to email this company, bro. You don't get out of here with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh i gotta give a round of applause man gotta give a big round of applause man big round of applause man you know what i'm saying big round of applause man because you know uh uh the legend himself man baby gangster man bg from cash money records is officially home man after doing a, a 12 or 14 year bid man uh, he been in jail for over a decade, man. You know what I mean? And he's finally home, man. So shout out to that boy, BG, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to B Jizzle, man. You know what I mean? I, heard, uh, I hope uh, Birdman do right by him, man. And you know what I mean? They start coming out with some classic music, man, because that would be very dope and very nostalgic, man. Shout out to him. Glad to see BG home, man. B BG was one of my favorite 
uh, rappers off of uh, Cash Money Records, man. You know what I mean? A lot of people was Wayne fans. I'm a Wayne fan too, but BG Cleanup, man. Chopper City, man. Chopper City in the ghetto. It was different. It was different, man. You know what I mean? So shout out to BG, man. You know what I mean? So um, that's a, that's a feel-good story, man. That's a, that's a feel-good story, man, because it's good to see people get out, man, after, you know what I mean, staying solid and doing what they do, man. You know what I mean? Because I think he had, like, a gun charge or something, man, and he, you know, he ain't snitch. He ain't tell, so he did his time, and he's out, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's what they do, man. Look, Gary, what up, though? Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to that boy BG, man. You know what I mean? Um, I know y'all done saw that story by now too, man. I know y'all done saw that story about that girl. I know y'all done saw the story about that girl, man. You know. Let's get to it. The one girl that got hit with the brick. I know y'all done seen it. I know y'all done heard about it, man. That that girl, um, that girl that uh got hit in the face with a brick, man. She posted that video and everybody was super outraged. Next thing you know, the internet interneted and all her other videos came out to where she's slapping men in the face and walking away. She's slapping all kind of white men in the face and walking away. And one of the people that was there after she got hit in the face with a brick, uh, dude was saying that she's a nasty person. And uh, she she been, uh, you know, she been doing this kind of thing, being nasty, provoking people. And somebody got fed up and hit in the face with a brick. And I'm like, yo, listen, man. Listen, man, it was crazy because, you know me, man. Hey, listen, her face swollen. It looked like she had a loaf of bread on the side of her head, man. She <laughs> cuss smacked her flush with a brick because it was swollen from here to, to, to the bottom of the jawline, bro. It was a knot like, yo, I ain't never seen a knot that big. She had a hematoma, goddamn. Like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at her. Protect our black women. I'm with all of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm just stating what I see, whether she's wrong, whether she's right. I don't think nobody deserves to get hit in the face with a brick. <laughs> I, I don't think nobody deserves to get hit in the face with a brick. I'm not for that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's one of these situations. If that was my family, I'm a ride for you while we there. But when we get in the car, I'm going to check your ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm a ride for you while we there. You know what I mean? But she... <laughs> <laughs> she was uh she was she was you know she was wilding man she was wilding she smacked she smacked the white man in the face and went over and twerked i was like what and, and i wasn't upset because she was kind of thick i ain't even gonna lie that thing was throwing a little bit you know what i mean so it's like you know she was doing what she was doing but i don't give you no right to be smacking on me and putting your hands on the man because you already know what does your parents tell you what does your parents tell you every time when you was growing up, don't care who it is. If they put their hands on you, hit their ass back. <laughs> That's what we grew up with. They put their hands on you, hit their ass back. That's what we grew up with. So whoever that was, she caught some. See, everybody don't be having a great day. Just because you're in the mood to do what you do. Some people said it was content where she was slapping the people like the people agreed to be slapped and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. But what, what ended up happening is she slapped the wrong one that didn't agree to whatever was going on. And he bricked on the side of the face. Bap. You dig? So I, that was something that she had to figure out. I, I you know, I ain't got a dog in a fight. <laughs> so she went from a pimple to a cantaloupe. Yo, she had a honeydew melon on the side of her head, boy. I, 
She and she's just in the camera. It was all shiny, like a Ren and Stimpy bump. You know, <laughs> I'm not laughing at her. I need to be clear with that. I'm not laughing at her because it's not right. It's not right. Like that could have killed her for real, for real. But whatever she was doing, karma was swift and active. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute, man. Oh my God. Zeno says she had one of them 90s car phones on the side of her face. Jesus Christ. She was taking a call naturally. <laughs> Yo, yo, that is nasty, bro. That is nasty, bro. That is nasty work. <laughs> hey, yo, that was nasty work, man. But but let me let me be honest with you. Let me let me be honest with you. Is that how do you feel about that? And I, I'm asking because it's majority men in here. How do you feel about that situation? Did she deserve what she got? And if she didn't deserve it, what did she deserve for the things that she was doing? I need to know. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I don't feel like she deserved to get hit with a brick. I just deserve, I think she deserved to get hit with a brick by somebody's sister. Maybe just, maybe just me. Maybe just me. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. I'm just saying. I know if that was my sister and I told her, hey, she slapped me. Definitely. It would have been two bricks. She probably would have hit her with two bricks. She she would have hit her with two bricks. I, I know that for sure. You know what I mean? So, it, you know what I mean? I, I can't, I can't, I ain't never for a dude hitting a chick, but you know what I mean? I'm I'm all with a chick hitting a chick. You know what I mean? Because so, <laughs> usually when two chicks fight, a titty going to pop out. So, hey, hold on. Not if my sister's fighting. I don't want that to happen. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Wait a minute. Rewind that. <laughs> now, karma was swift. Y'all saw the video. She's slapping people. Next thing you know, nigga, she got a <laughs> she got half of a birthday balloon on the side of her. You know them number balloons that people be taking pictures with. That's what she had inside her cheek, boy. She had she had a happy thirtieth balloon in her mouth. <laughs> Yo, she had half of a Super Bowl football on her face. Like, bro, it was deep. Bro, bapped her with that joint. And I'm willing to guarantee, I'm willing to guarantee that she he caught her mid-sentence. Mid-sentence. If I was there and I heard and I seen that happen and caught her mid-sentence, I would have definitely helped her, but I would have been crying inside first. Like, sir, did you pee on yourself? Nigga, that is tears. <laughs> That is tears. They had to go somewhere. <laughs> Can you imagine getting hit with a brick mid-sentence? Because none of you niggas, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He said a hockey championship trophy. <laughs> no, you are stupid. <laughs> Yo, that is nuts, man. That is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey man that is crazy bro I, I mean I feel bad for you you know what I mean cause it's like now you know you'll be forever known as a chick that got hit with a brick you know what I mean it's like for whoever 
like she she got to be single because if she was in a relationship, then the dude would be sitting here like having to defend her. Like you didn't do nothing while your girl got hit with a brick. Why your girl walking around slapping people? You know what I mean? So it's been, you know, it was it's a whole nasty play, man. She definitely got slapped with a brick, man, and that was crazy. <laughs> That, that was crazy. <laughs> he said, get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. Yo, Jay Rice, that's the name of the episode. Get up, Craig. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Yo. That is the name of the episode, bro. Get up, Craig. Oh, my God. Dog. That is funny. Yo. That is funny, dog. Oh, my gosh, dog. I am hollering right now, man. That is hilarious. I don't care what nobody say. That is funny. Prayers for her and her family. But get up, Craig is amazing. Jesus Christ. And it's like you gotta you gotta let the swelling go down before you even go in public. So you're gonna miss brunches, you're gonna miss all kinds of events. You know what I'm saying? And you still gonna have a you know I me mean, little concrete marks on your oh my god. What if she had the three circles right there from the brick? Oh <laughs> she over talking about it's a henna tattoo. I bet it is. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> Yo, that is funny. That is hilarious, bro. All right. Um, let me see. Um, in other news, let's get to it. Let's get to it. In other news, man, uh, a Phoenix family sues a Las Vegas hotel for at least 15000 after a legend that they found a live bat in their room. I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to repeat it. Okay. A Phoenix family sues a Las Vegas hotel for at least 15K after a legend they found a live bat in their room. So my thing is, man, a live bat in your room and y'all suing the place for 15K. I'm not mad at you get your money because one thing I know, you ain't even got to tell me what race they are. You ain't got to tell me what race they are. They black. They getting their money. It's a bat in there. We don't play around with that. We don't even play with bugs. So if a bat's in the room, bro, listen, son, you lay in the hallway, daughter, you lay halfway out the door <laughs> and you lay, put the lamp on your neck. You know, <laughs> we could get this money. You understand what I'm saying? Let me take these pictures. Let me take these pictures real quick. You know what I mean? Listen, man. 15,000. That's a nigga number. <laughs> it's something in my room. I need 15 grand. Stop playing with me. That's a nigga number, man. Like, you can't tell me no different, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, 15,000. They say a Phoenix family is suing the New York, New York Hotel Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, they said the family's lawsuit alleges that they found a live bat in their room. The incident reportedly occurred last year during the family's four-day stay at the hotel. Uh, <clears throat> they said, according to the cop, uh, to a copy of the lawsuit, Marcus Rucker and his family checked into the New York, New York Hotel and Casino on April 7th, 2022. 
The Phoenix family purportedly remained guests at the hotel through April 11th, 2022. They said in in the early morning of April 11th, Rucker reportedly awoke to a noise, according to the suit, and the sound was coming from the curtains near the window in his family's room. They said Rucker then inspected the area to find a live bat hanging on the curtains. At that point, listen, not only would the curtain be down, somehow the window would be out. Somehow (laughs) the bed is upside down. I'm tearing everything up. If I see a live bat hanging upside down where I'm at in my proximity, I'm tearing everything up in my circumference. Not because I'm afraid of bats. It's because I don't know anything about bats except for they got rabies. I got to get up out of here. I got to get up out of here in my box of briefs. I am in the lobby. Dick just swinging. <laughs> I got the Captain Morgan stance. I don't care. It's a bat in here. I'm going to get this 15 grand. I'm going to get this 15 grand. <laughs> uh, they said, uh, Marcus Rucker said, uh, unfortunately, I had to kill the bat. I didn't want it to bite anybody in the room. Of course. Of course you got to kill the bat, but I'm still running and I'm tearing everything up. I done jumped in another room. You know what I'm saying? I'm in my boxer briefs. I done jumped in another room. I done accidentally stuck my meat in somebody else's girl. <laughs> I was running from the bat. It was an accident. I don't know what happened. <laughs> She's pregnant. <laughs> hey, man. Said, uh, said Marcus Rucker had to get two shots in his leg and one in his shoulder on the first day. And then he said the family had to get some uh, subsequent shots the next three weeks. And he said it's very, very stressful for his family and kids. So just to protect themselves, to make sure they ain't get no rabies or diseases, they had to get shots. And that was painful and stressful for their kids. So they want 15000 Wow. They trying to get their money back and some for that trip. So I ain't mad at them. I ain't mad at them at all. Because I would have told that hotel room, smooth up, try and get that bat. I would have been swinging the curtain rod everywhere. Somehow, I would have knocked that TV into the trunk of my car. <laughs> Somehow, I would have hit the TV and it would have landed in the trunk of my car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just trying to kill the bat. I don't know how the TV got there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, we got to make it do what it do. Cause, cause what? Ain't ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. Courtney said Marcus is definitely black. Facts. Marcus is super black. Marcus Rucker. And your family. Em is your stepkids. You just try to include it for the money. You know? <laughs> Maybe even your kids, bro. Said you had to protect everybody. <laughs> Jay Rice said. He would have flipped the dress on him and said he ran. Hey, listen, bro. I would have, man, come on, man. I would have inflicted all kind of damage. Not know how. I have no idea how the safe got ripped out of the wall in the closet and ended up in my trunk. <laughs> for the 15 racks. That's what they did for the 15 racks, man. <clears throat> That's exactly what they did for the 15 racks. That's wild. That is wild, boy. <laughs> I got a question. Because I didn't, I didn't start seeing it already, right? Let's get to it. So we in September already. You know, August was pretty quick. 
I think September is going to be even quicker, right? But that pose is October. People's already decorating their houses with the Halloween themes. Y'all already, I know y'all seeing it around. People's already, people to be in the Halloween spirit, they cribs is already fully decorated, right? My thing is, it made me think, <clears throat> now that we all getting up in age, right? Everybody's getting older. It's like, what y'all going to be for Halloween? I need to know. Because for me, at this age, right? Just turned 41 in August, right? So for me to be, I'm going to be in 40, 40 and up environments, right? So if I go to a Halloween party, and I still see women 40 and up still dressing as a sexy uh, uh, Wilma Flintstone. It's like, bro, come on, man. At this point in life, like how many years you going to be a sexy character? <laughs> I ain't got no more oohs and ahs left in me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out why don't you be accountable for Halloween? Like, <laughs> why don't you why don't you be something productive for Halloween, man? Be accountable. You know what I mean? How about that? <laughs> Be a good person for you. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, something. Something, man. Because I am sick and tired of every Halloween. We got to deal with this. It's like, bro, you could you didn't have to do this to show me your butt. You could have just showed me your butt. You could have saved that little $70 that you spent on your outfit. <laughs> and then you know the people who got a lot of kids they ain't really got a budget to spend like that so they're gonna be mrs officer for the next three years in a row they're gonna wear that outfit that they're gonna get their money out of that outfit they're gonna be mrs officer for three years in a row how many people you know that everybody was mrs officer when lil wayne had lollipop they had the officer outfit with the lollipops in their mouth and then they had um they had uh what's the um uh, what's the movie with the blue people the big tall blue woman I can't never remember that movie. What is it? I keep wanting to say Amistad. It's not the right movie. <laughs> it's not the right one. Um, what is that movie with the blue people in it? The 3D movie. Uh, the, the 3D animation. What is that? Uh, as soon as y'all said it, it'll be Avatar. Yep. See, I was way off. I, I That wasn't even in my head. Avatar. You remember all the girls were dressing up like Avatar because it was that, that blue bodysuit and they would do the blue tiger stripes and they would get the kit with the nose. So they'd be the sexy Avatar. And then there was the Mrs. Officer. And um, what else was they for Halloween? They was. um, um uh, The Officer and the Avatar was the most popular ones that I saw. Um. Then you had the Flintstones. Every everyone was a, a sexy version of something, but I'm saying at this age, all I'm saying is, you know what I mean? Let's 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 tone it down because we know your purpose now. Like at first we thought like you was doing this because somebody had a shot. Like oh you was sexy because it's like no you got a a whole husband at the crib. This is weird. You know what I'm saying? You got a husband. Your son your son is 20. You know what I mean? Your son is 21 years old and you here in here with ass out. Like come on man. Like this is what I feel bad for him. Now I ain't even enjoying the party no more. I'm over thinking about, you know, my son is 21. So I can't even imagine. It's like, I'm over feeling bad. Like, man, this man, mama out here with an ass out. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Harley Quinn is over with. Yeah. The only people that can pull off the Harley Quinn and make it work 
is is not to make it racy, but white people. White people can make Harley Quinn work because Harley Quinn is a white character and they be doing that shit really good. They be looking great. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, they don't be going for the sexy Harley Quinn. They just be Harley Quinn, like the actual, you know what I mean? From top to bottom. It's like, dog, Harley Quinn is not that thick. What are you doing? Harley Quinn ain't got no cellulite. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we love cellulite. We're not dissing cellulite. We just saying it is what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he said dress up as a woman who takes accountability for her actions <laughs> dress up as a woman who takes accountability for her actions that would be so shocking it would be scary oh yeah everybody being there like <gasps> like what are you I'm accountability <gasps> that's what I'm gonna dress up as for Halloween I'm gonna dress up as accountability a trick or treat. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> Get him off me. Get him off me. <laughs> Only one mystical said we aren't all that bad. Hey, listen, listen. You you have a point. You you definitely aren't all that bad. But the majority trumps the minority in the sense that y'all don't be accountable all the time. <laughs> if we're going to keep it a Buckington, y'all don't be accountable all the time. People don't, don't take no accountability. <laughs> Said you was definitely thinking Holly Quinn this Halloween. Nope. Don't do it. You are, you are a Nubian sister. You need to be Erica Badu or somebody. <laughs> you need to be Erica Badu. You need to buy you a helmet. <laughs> Some some uh some snorkeling glasses, you know what I mean? <laughs> one one baseball glove, you know what I mean? <laughs> and draw something Egyptian on your face and boom, Erica Badu. You spent fifteen dollars. Can't beat it. <laughs> I just thought about it. I don't know. I don't know. Jay Rice, I don't know if you saw it because I know Jay Rice used to come to the Halloween parties. But this is the thing. Everybody can't be Mrs. Officer. You know, I don't discriminate on weight because I, I think beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. Right. But I don't think a big girl can be Mrs. Officer. I seen a big girl come to a party dressed up like the officer. And I was like, shit, she looked like security. <laughs> <laughs> That is not Mrs. Officer. She looked like security, goddamn. Like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask her, hey, let that gate up for me, please. You know, <laughs> like, you know, it's, you look like how the security be at the hospital. You, you're resigning right here. That's what you look like in the party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we're closed. I'm sorry. We're closed. <laughs> Yo. But you know, I I think the best costumes, just from me seeing, the best costumes come from campus. They be creative as I don't know what, man. Them Halloween costumes, they be so creative. I know a UK campus, man, I seen a dude walking down the street and bro was dressed like Doug Funny, dog, like from top to bottom with the belt as the as the headband thing was dog. 
He was dressed like Doug Funny, man. He had the the blanket cape. He had the vest on with the shorts and the shoes. And I said, dog, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Like, and he had the, uh, I think it was the Q on the back of the uh, cape, Quail Man. He was dressed like Quail Man from Doug Funny, man. Hard. Hard body. Hey, listen. They they costumes be <laughs> they costumes be dope. I seen a dude, uh, it was a girl walking, and it was a dude in an all red, uh, all red bodysuit, top to bottom, kind of like the blue man group. He was in an all red bodysuit. And uh he kept hitting her. Like he wouldn't hit her seriously. But it's like when people come around, he'll just be punching in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, ooh, 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 ooh. And everybody's kind of looking like, what's going on? She's like, and dude's like, I'm a period. You know what I mean? And everybody just bust out laughing. <laughs> I was like, that's hard. That's hard. College students be creative, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my guy, Damian Rowley, man. He said, just hopped on to say congratulations, comedian of the year, man. I appreciate it, man. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of work went into that thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And the competition was stiff. So to get that award, man, you know what I mean? It means a lot in the game. You know what I'm saying? Zeno said, to be honest, nobody beat Diddy last year. Joker for Halloween, undercover gay man in the closet for the rest of the year. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Don't do that, man. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Don't do that, man. You know, man, with me having a beard, my, 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 comp, my, it's like my costume ideas are limited. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my costume ideas are always limited. So I got to be like a gangster, you know what I'm saying? Like a Cali gangster, you know what I'm saying? What's up, Holmes? Like, you know what I mean? Everybody be like, you're James Harden. Like, all the white people say James Harden. And then uh, Kimbo Slice. For for at least six years, I was Kimbo Slice or James Harden. Every white kid said it. You're James Harden. And I'm like, you're white. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> oh. oh man. Uh. <clears throat> All right. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Let's get to it. That ain't the story I want to look at. This is the story I want to look at. Okay. It says uh they got a lawsuit right now. Um because they said a teacher in a school, they said a teacher got physical and used the N-word against a student, but the counselor of the school was forced to resign for reporting it. I'm going to say that again. Oh, my God. It's a lawsuit that says a teacher got physical with a student and used the N-word, but the counselor was forced to resign for reporting it. They said a guidance counselor in Texas is accused of accusing is a guidance counselor in Texas is accusing the Grand Prairie Independent School District of making her resign under duress. Gabriana Clay White claims she witnessed the teacher call a student a dumb N-word before using physical force against her and against the minor. After Clay White reported the incident to the school and child protective services, she alleges that the school district forced her to resign. The former counselor for, filed her lawsuit. Um 
and says she's seeking between $250,000 and $1 million to cover loss of pay, mental anguish, and legal fees. That's right. Get your money, girl. Get your money. They said the alleged teacher abuse happened on May 18, 2022, per the lawsuit. Two weeks later, on June 2, 2022, Clay White says the school district's human resources department gave her two options, resign or face termination. The HR contact told, reportedly told her that she had violated the ethics code. And that's the reason why she had to resign. You know what I mean? So uh says she's seeking two hundred fifty thousand and one million between two hundred fifty K and one million to cover her stress expenses. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> um, so you know, shout out, shout out to uh what's her name? Gabriana Clay White, man. Shout out to Gabriana Clay White, man. She's a real one, man. We gotta give her a round of applause one time, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, GCW, man, because guess what? <clears throat> As a father of three, if I heard about a teacher, first of all, using physical force against my child, we got to talk. Secondly, if I hear about a teacher using the N-word against my child and physical force, we got to talk. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. I'm not fighting mad, especially if it's just physical force and my kid's not hurt. I want to talk because I want to I want to look eye to eye and say exactly what I need to say because anger is not going to fix it. I need to say exactly what I need to say to that person to get my point across because that's going to be worse than any physical beating can do. You understand what I'm saying? For a teacher to be the adult in the situation and the professional in the situation to use that kind of language against a student, she should be barred from teaching ever again. Ever again for the slur alone. You know what I'm saying? I know teachers and got physical before, you know, all that kind of stuff. But for the slur alone, this is how you always felt. So to call a kid a dumb N-word and they, you know, 20 years younger, 20, 30 years younger than you are, that's wild. You understand what I'm saying? And for the person to report it and they say you violated the ethics code, what code did the teacher violate, though? You know what I mean? This is what we need to know. If the counselor violated the ethics code and got and was forced to resign, but the teacher's still there, then it's something, it's something, some wires is crossed somewhere because how are you more mad at the reaction than you are the original action? You understand? How are you more mad at the reaction than the original action that caused the reaction? You know what I'm saying? The, the, the person that reported it and reacted to it had to resign, but the teacher still remains on her post after calling somebody a dumb N-word. Unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <clears throat> I just seen Rice say, I've been to White Howard for 10 years. <laughs> Damon Riley said, what's up with BG? We already talked about BG, man. We talked about BG early in the pod, man. You know what I mean? Early in the pod. Uh, Rice said, uh, a coach got locked up for punching a, player in, uh, a football player in the stomach during the game. Um, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, I understand, you know, we've been, I've never been with a physical coach where they, you know, where they hitting you or nothing like that. I've never, I've never played under like that. Um, but I kind of see it's, it's a passion sport. So sometimes, you know, coaches get upset, but for me personally, I'm not going for that. You can yell at my son all you want to. You can, you can do that. You know what I mean? Straighten them up. That's your job as a coach. You're supposed to be tough on them. But the minute that you do something like that, we're going to have to talk about that. And if you don't give me a good enough excuse, then I'm going to beat you up. Like that's flat, flat out, flat, uh, flat out. I got to harm you. If you ain't giving me no good enough excuse as to why you did that and you felt that you had permission enough to pu to punch my son in the stomach, bro, I got to see you. 
It's nothing else to talk about. I got to see you. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact, man. I don't know, man. Some of these people is getting in these positions and they don't know how to hold and, and, and handle themselves, man. You know what I mean? I understand being a teacher, you get frustrated. I be, I understand it's like, you know, being in a, having a bad day or being in a bad space, you still got a job to do. I understand that because I'm a comedian. Everybody think comedians is just having a peachy day every day. And it's like, bruh, motherfuckers be up there telling jokes, massively depressed. People be up there. I know people on stage over going through it. That's why a lot of these comedians, like a lot of these people be out there, man, they having drug issues, man. They be having drinking issues. They be having terrible shows like where they sitting there and they done drunk so much in the green room. They come out on stage and they ripped. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a real thing. They be having court battles. Baby mama's just trying to take advantage of them. And they got to go out here and be funny for two months in a row every weekend. It's hard. You know what I mean? So I'm, I understand how people that's in professional spaces have to still be professional. But, uh, you know, if you lack it in that field, you got to get out of that field, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's just what it is. You know what I mean? Said it was quick too. If he if it wasn't filmed, he would have got away with it. No, I mean I'm sure he would have got away with it because the kid wouldn't have said nothing. But I'm sure that the kid didn't like it. That's the thing. Like ask the coach to ask the kid if he liked getting punched in the stomach. It's like yeah, you you like is that the result of making a mistake? Like physical violence is is the result of making a mistake. It's like bro, I don't think that's the right way to go. And if that's what you think is the right way to go, then I don't think coaching is for you because not everybody's parent is going to be for you punching their kid in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of how I see it, you know. But to each his own. I'll never forget. I'll never forget, man, early, early when Jay Rice, when we got out of high school, I'm talking, I graduated before you, but I'm talking 2001. 2001, man. i never forget, man. My brother worked at the movie theater, the Dollar Movies. And uh, was over there to pick him up. And uh, Jessica Haas, Jessica Haas worked at the, uh, she worked at the Dollar Movies too. And I don't know who their manager was, a supervisor, whoever that dude was, but he was a supreme asshole. And bro was yelling at her at the top of her lungs. He's like, get over there now. And And I'm talking about like real life. You know, she's a female and she was kind of afraid, like where she kind of looked at him in fear and kind of ran over there to where he told her to go. And I'm like, yo, like thinking on that nowadays, like, bro, if I came in there and that was my child, bro, I would have went to jail, bro. Because who are you talking to like that? Like what 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 makes you think that your your job title gave you the right to do certain things that you're doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Like they get they get it twisted for real. I'm talking about yelled at her, get over there and do it now. And it's like all these years later, I never forgot that. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess he thought that was the way that he has to, to manage this company and supervise this company. It's like, no, bro, that's personal. You're taking this way out of context. That's not professional. Like, bro, if that was my kid, I would have beat that man up in that, in that place. I would have hurt him. Like, bro, who are you? Why do you think that you can do that to a child? If you had an adult working for him, you would not talk to him that way. So you was on a power trip because you know it's a child and you you got fed off of her fear. And that's what made me mad about it. I'm just like, bro, that's a different, you know what I mean? That's a different thing. That's, that's not cool at all. I don't rock with that, man. You know what I mean? I don't rock with that at all, you are. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so I know y'all heard about that story of um the story about the um Maryland cop. The Maryland cop that got caught. Um, I guess he's married. White man. He's married, and somebody filmed him, you know what I mean, kissing a black girl, hugged all up with her, and took her to the back of his patrol car and knocked her down. Knocked her all the way down, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> knocked her all the way down. That's wild. That That is wild. Because he thought he was over on his sly and somebody was filming the whole entire time. Bro, you can't be in uniform uh, as a bald white man kissing a young black girl, fam. You cannot do this. <laughs> they said, uh, they said, uh, whoever, you know, shot the video or whatever, they um they said that uh basically, you know, he got suspended because he did that on the clock. You know what I mean? So he was hugged up with the chick. And uh, he did that on the clock, and they went. To, he went in the back of the patrol car and knocked off a little short black girl too. <laughs> little short black girl, man. I said, man, what's going on in Maryland with the cops? Cause, cause, like, you know, what I mean. <laughs> hey, listen, what they got to understand that ain't his first time. That ain't his first rodeo, and bro is, bro is in a full marriage. You know what I mean? So he's suspended. So it's like, you got to go home and you can't even go to work. You got to sit there and, and live in that for the whole entire time. Like, come on, bro. You got to live in that. Like, you got to go home with your angry wife and, and, and everything about this video is going viral right now. Even her response is going viral. And they're, oh, bro, listen, if she take you back, you a new fool to stay. You might as well pack up and go, bro. You might as well pack up and go. If, if. She take you back after knowing that you publicly cheated on her on the job. Bro, your life's going to be a living hell. Your life is going to be a living hell. Y'all can't, you can't even watch a girl, you can't even watch a girl flick. You can't look at no women on Instagram. You can't even hug your mama for too long. It's going to be issues in that house. <laughs> Joy Clement said, bro, got to marinate in his mishaps. Facts. <laughs> Facts. He got a marinade in his mishaps. <laughs> That's facts. That is big facts. Yo. And on top of that, listen, they married. So he got that cop job. She could take him for everything he got if she leave. So he got to sit there and just take it. Jesus Christ. If he leave, he's losing half of everything. That pension. That oh Lord, he put himself in a rock and a hard place. Brusger had to live like a Mormon. <laughs> if he don't answer the phone while he at work, he can't work no overtime. He can't use no PTO hours. <laughs> she got she got the password to his clock in app. You know, <laughs> she got a password to the system. She need to know where he at at all times. <laughs> Bro got a bro got a a, a a Apple AirTag in his boxes now, like he can't, even, <laughs> he can't even do nothing no more, man. Listen, he said eggshell central facts, facts. He ain't gonna be able to do nothing, you boy. Think about that. Think about with her with his wife. I think his wife is black too. She's she's biracial, I guess. So 
<laughs> said she got his work date info. <laughs> she got his schedule six months out. She know all the days. But I'm saying, just imagine the scenario, you know, with her being biracial. So she knows she got black family members, him being a black, a white man, you know what I mean? And a police officer. You got to understand that all of the holidays for the next few years is going to be very weird because he's going to pop in and everybody's going to be like, hey, what's up? But they know what he done did. It's on tape. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. It's like, bruh. <laughs> you know somebody, auntie, going to crack a joke or say something that's out of line. You know what I'm saying? He just got to eat it. Bruh, bruh's going to suffer. Bruh's going to suffer. And she can cheat on him, and there's nothing he can do about it because he knows as soon as he break up with her, she's going to come out on the winning end with half of everything that he owns. So she's going to get him when he least expected. Yeah, you on patrol duty. You got to work this parade. Yeah, I'm going to have somebody come work this parade. Hey, boy, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yo, that's a nasty play, kid. That's a nasty play right there, man. I ain't going to lie to you, cuz. That's, that's nasty, dog. I feel... I feel I feel bad for I feel bad for the wife, of course. But I feel bad for him for what she's about to do. She about to listen, bro. You ain't winning no arguments for the next five years, bro. It's a wrap. It's different if you would have just got caught cheating on, but this is public. So she's dealing with public shame and public guilt. All her friends is gonna talk to her about it. All her family's gonna talk to her about it. If she got brothers, they're gonna talk to her about it. Her mother saw this. Bro, you got to go around this lady's mom, bro. After she saw you kissing and hugging up with a black girl, bro. What? Yo. <laughs> oh, that's a nasty play. Jin Jin, what up, though? Oh, that's a nasty play. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yo. <laughs> he better work on every holiday. <laughs> he might as well just put his phone on FaceTime and set it on the dash. That's the only way he gonna get out of this boy. That's oh my gosh. <laughs> That's wild. That's super wild. What else we got going on? Um, so they got this interview. Uh I wanna play this interview. <clears throat> um, and I wanna see if y'all agree. Oh, I thought it was interesting, man. Um, Jada Kiss, his son, they was asking him, um, they was asking him, um, you know, just certain questions. And he said he felt like, he felt like uh, they asked him Bronny. And he was like, nah, I really feel like uh, Cayenne because, you know, I feel like my dad's the mellow of the rap game. Like he's he's Hall of Fame, but he don't get the respect that he that he deserves. You know what I'm saying? So let me play this little uh sound clip real quick for you good friends always shows love it's a lot of pressure it's like you brownie yo you know what's crazy i feel like cayenne more than anything wow like, i feel like cayenne i feel like it's other people kids who's like the brownies and all of that like i feel like cayenne. What, do you, what do you feel hip-hop heritage like who who's the brownie like, yo it's crazy i don't think nobody really brownie um word i don't think nobody really brownie well why would you consider yourself cayenne then like, I feel like my pops is the mellow of the industry. Like, he don't really get his just due. Like, mm -hmm. you probably won't get it, too, 
it's all over. Like yeah. right now, this if t- on Twitter right now, Melo's trending. Like they really giving him his flowers right now. And Cayenne, like you know about him, but you don't really know about him. You just waiting to see what he doing, how he gonna attack. Did you play field. ball before? Yeah, yeah, I played ball, so I can see why you could compare your father and you to Cayenne Melo. What you think about that, man? What you what you think about that that whole setup right there, man? You know what I'm saying? I think um, I personally think um, I think he's right. I think he's right. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like uh, Jada Kiss don't get his just due in the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know he don't he don't get his he don't get his just due in the game. And um, to compare to compare to Melo, I think that's I think that's real. Even though I feel like you know Jada Kiss can get on any track and give any rapper forty. You know what I mean? That's like that's the same thing as like Melo. I saw Melo play live, man, when he played on the Knicks. And that was the quietest, smoothest 35 points I've ever seen be scored. It didn't even look like he had 35. But I looked up and I was like, oh, he got 35. <laughs> like He gets the, the quietest, smoothest 35. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I mean, you know, as, as Jada. I mean, we saw what happened in the verses. You know what I'm saying? Jada went for 40. He put the team on his back and went for 40 out there. You know what I mean? So. You know, I just thought that was interesting. That was just an interesting take to hear. You know what I mean? Like, just in comparison, you know what I mean? So, shout out to Jay the Kiss and uh, Jay Wan, his son, man. You know what I mean? That was that was pretty tough because I rock with the locks. You know what I mean? So, um, let me find this. Um, 11-11. Shout out to 11-11. I've been seeing that a lot lately, man. It was 11-11 on the dot, bro. I be seeing that all the time. Man. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me see. Um. <laughs> okay, so this news clip says former Indiana postal worker who pleaded guilty to stealing 1.7 in mail checks is uh sentenced to over three years in prison. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Former Indiana postal worker who pleaded guilty to stealing 1.7 million in mail checks is sentenced to over three years in prison. Um, <laughs> they say the man pleaded to uh, pleaded guilty to stealing at least 272 mail checks that amounted to 1.7 million dollars. Where is he cashing him at the the, uh, the corner store? Like, what? How are you, how are you stealing checks from the post office? I guess he's corner store still cashing just random checks. Said according to the outlet, the 42 year old James Lancaster reportedly apologized for his actions ahead of his sentencing Wednesday. Then he shared that he is focusing on turning his life around. My actions not only damaged my character, but everyone involved. I want everyone to know that I'm truly sorry for everything that's happened. No, you sorry you got caught. Because 1.7 million, that means you didn't stop at 1,500. <laughs> you didn't stop at 1,500. You Once you got past 1,500, you should have left it alone. You understand me? You got $1.7 million out of them and thought you was going to get away with it. Bro, what? Bro, that means you were stealing every chance that you got. People's checks ain't getting there. You think they ain't going to investigate their checks not making it? Bro, come on, man. The outlet as the Lancaster's uh, defense attorney, Sam Ansel, also requested that the judge offer Lancaster mercy by sentencing him to probation rather than jail time. Said this is one of those unusual situations where the sentencing guideline is more than what's necessary. I think in this case, the harm's going to come to him. The harm that's going to come to him and his family is significant. A prison sentence is not necessarily uh, a prison sentence is not necessarily probation will be ac- ac- adequate. 
Um, despite this, Fox News reports that Lancaster was sentenced to 40 months in prison by U.S. District Court Judge Tanya Walton Pratt on Wednesday. Additionally, the outlet reports that after the sentencing, Judge Pratt explained that Lancaster has no excuse for his actions. The judge added that Lancaster, a former U Indiana U.S. Postal Customer Service Manager, showed nothing other than greed and disregard for his victims. The defendant really has no excuse for his actions, Judge Pratt explained. Mr. Lancaster was in a position of trust at a busy post office, but showed nothing other than greed and disregard. <laughs> Got him. 1.7 million, bro. 1.7 million, bro. <laughs> 1.7 million. You didn't stop at 2,000. You didn't stop at 10,000. You didn't stop at 50,000. You didn't stop at 250,000. Bro, you didn't stop at 500K. You stole millions of dollars in checks. You know how much work that is, bro? You, I know every time you got an email, you was nervous. I know every time your phone rung, you got a text, you was nervous. And you got to pay all that money back. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> we got to do better out here, man. <laughs> we got to do better out here. That is wild. That is wild. It's last story I'm a report, man. Let's get to it. It's last story I'm a report, man. Um, it says missing North Carolina woman arrested and charged after police say she falsely reported her own murder. Missing North Carolina woman arrested and charged after police say she falsely reported her own murder. Oh my God. A North Carolina woman is facing multiple misdemeanor charges in, in relation to filing a false report with authorities. According to CNN, the woman led friends and officials to believe she was assaulted or deceased. <laughs> According to a statement issued by the, uh, by the Franklin Police Department, 37-year-old Margaret Francis uh, had been arrested by the department, and the statement said that Sweeney has since been charged with multiple misdemeanors. Uh, they said the charges include making a false report to a police station, a false report of a serious injury or death through telephone, and resisting a public officer. <laughs> they said, according to People, the Franklin Police Department began their search for Sweeney on Friday, August 18th. In a later statement, the department explained that in an immediate investigation, they was conducted to find that the woman additionally uh, divulged uh, that the information received by authorities alluded to uh, Sweetie was endangered or ceased. So basically what that tells me, uh, and I'm going to show you the picture, if you can see that right there. I don't know if you can make that out. As you can see in that picture, uh, that was her ducking accountability. Uh, she, she was ducking accountability, my boy. That's all that was. She got caught up in something. And she was ducking accountability. I'll tell you one thing. That officer that got caught cheating with that black girl, he should have faked his death. Like, <laughs> that's the only way that you could get out of this mess. Because what? <laughs> because what is going on? You heard? Like, I mean, says she called She called the station and told them she was dead. Hey, yo, I'm dead. <laughs> she told them she did, got murdered. Like, what? She reported her own murder, bro. Like, how? what are you going through in life to make you get in this mind frame to what that, that's your alternative. Like, you didn't want to, you didn't want to, um, whatever you was going through, you didn't want to take accountability for it. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to kill me. Okay. 
I'm gonna I'm still be alive, but I'm gonna kill me to the police because I'd rather I'd rather fake pass away <laughs> than deal with what y'all try to make me deal with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 she ain't take no accountabilities. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? That is hilarious, bro. She called and told them she got murdered. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, man, the world is a scary place. The world is absolutely a scary place, man. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't. But, you know... <laughs> Here it is, man. You know what I mean? It's past 11 o'clock, man. We hitting the hour and a half mark, man. You know what I mean? The episode 22, so. I feel like this is a proper time to let y'all know that uh, if you in the Lextown area, I want y'all to see this, man. Like September like 22nd, yeah, Chico Beans like coming to town, man, at the Lexter Opera House, man, featuring Comedian Burpee, Osama Been Drinking, Kelly Kells, and your boy, Comedian Larry Starks like in the building, man, you know what I'm saying? Like so you know what's going down. September 22nd, man. So if you in the city, make sure you pull up, man. It's going to be live. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to talk about, you heard? Also, also, I need you to know, man, that uh, October 27th, October 27th, man, I'm going to be at the... Um, Louisville Comedy Club. I'm being at the Louisville Comedy Club, man, doing an open mic. I'm uh, headlining the open mic. So it's an open mic, but I'm the headliner of the show. I mean, so if you're in Louisville, you can pull up to the Louisville Comedy Club, man, and see me get busy, man, and close the show out, man, headlining, you know what I mean? September 22nd. Lexington Opera House, man. You know what I mean? I'm gracing the stage, man. It's going to be monumental, man. You know what I'm saying? Episode 22 of the Areola Rollercoaster Podcast has been beautiful. Shout out to everybody showing love. Everybody that commented. Everybody that likes something, man. Share this with somebody. Inbox it to somebody. For all the people, man, that listens to the podcast, through the, through the streaming platforms and the DSPs, it'll be uploaded shortly, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even doing it in the morning no more. I'm letting it upload right after the show's over with, man. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all on YouTube. I appreciate y'all on Facebook, man. I appreciate y'all on Twitter, man. I appreciate everybody rocking with me in general, man. This is a one-man, a one-man operation, a one-man army, man. You know what I mean? This has been the Areola Roller Coaster Podcast, man. And we out, you heard? Peace. You heard?